0: Today, Elon Musk shreds apart the fake news media in real time, and it is glorious to watch. Speaking of Twitter, NPR cries about their new Twitter label and promptly quits. And Donald Trump speaks out for the first time since his arraignment. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. welcome to the news and why it matters i am sarah gonzalez happy hump day while well, twitter ceo and billionaire entrepreneur elon musk lit up the internet after having I would say quite the exchange with BBC reporter James Clayton in the interview, which was also broadcast on Twitter Spaces. Elon said that the company had four months to live when he bought it, which was part of the reason he cut almost 80 percent of the staff. But of course, that wasn't the real reason Clayton wanted the interview. He wanted his moment. Ever determined to paint Elon as a racist, sexist, transphobic, homophobic, all the phobics, Clayton went in for the big moment, the gotcha question the moment he was going to put Elon's feet straight to the fire and make him answer for his hateful nature. Why is he allowing hateful content on his site? Well, that exchange did not go the way James Clayton thought it would watch.
1: Content you don't like or, or hateful. What do you mean to describe a hateful thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, just content that will solicit
2: a reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist. Those kinds of those kinds of things. So you think if I'm, something
1: is slightly sexist, it should be banned?
2: I, n- no, is that what not, you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm, saying, well, I'm just curious.
1: I'm trying to say what you mean by hateful con- content. And I'm asking for specific examples. Uh-huh. Um, and if and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's
2: hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me. You've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more. It, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's yeah. why
1: I'm asking for examples.
2: Can, right. you, can you name one example? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't. Use, I, I, honestly, I you honestly, you can't name my, a single example. I'll tell you why. Because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore. Because I, I just don't particularly like it. But you and actually, a lot of people. A lot of people are quite similar. I only. Hang on a my second. Followers. You said you've I'm seen
1: followers. more hateful content, but you can't name a single mm-hmm. example. Not even one.
0: Hello. Hello, 911. I'd like to report a murder. Uh, After the exchange, Elon tweeted out uh, the Twitter space with the caption, penetrating deep and hard (laughs) with the BBC. (laughs) Joining me now to discuss this and more, we've got Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, Uh. and Jason Buttrell, uh, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. I just want to say congrats to James Clayton. He is, of course, a journalism. There he is, right there. That is James Clayton. Can if we could oh show goodness. that that guy? <laughs> I'm a journalism. Great journalisming, James. Wow, that was am- amazing. I hope he's proud of himself for that amazing work.
1: Look, they're used to it. To their people, they can just take an idea, some 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 phantom thought, and there's no there's no recourse. There's no let's. Dive into that a little bit. What do you mean? There's no What's push your pushback exa- Never, mm-hmm. ever. So they're so used to just throwing it out. I was so proud of Elon in that moment when I saw it. I was like, so go, my South African brother. So- Come on, dude. <laughs> so good. Take the challenge and say, let's dance, baby. You want to throw down? Let's throw down. Mm-hmm. And 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 so it's so beautiful to see, and that's all I ask Americans to do today. When they challenge you, mm-hmm. draw a line and say, okay, let's mm-hmm. dance. You want to talk? Let's go. Don't back up. Don't start. Just challenge them on the very thing. It's so easy, actually. The question you ask them, just throw it right back. Say, "Name me an example. Exactly. And then they start, uh, uh, what do you mean? Uh, What is a woman? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, oh, so it's circular thinking. Oh, so it's, you know, and they, they literally will... They will drown themselves in the moment. It's beautiful to watch. You actually don't have to do much.
0: It, it, it really. It, this is something that I have been telling people at speaking engagements mm-hmm. for years, mm-hmm. is all you have to do, don't argue with no. them, right? They're not going to hear you. They're not going to listen yeah. to you if you're arguing with them. Just ask them a question that you know the answer to. Yeah. Make them answer it. And that's how you're really going to get them. Now, I mean, I think James Clayton is still going to be a horrible journalist. Sure. But you look at this exchange and you're like, this is why the people don't trust the mainstream media. This is why nobody's listening to the BBC. This is why we have all of the subscriberships that we do here at Blaze TV because people are tired of listening to someone, try to you know create some gotcha moment when they have absolutely no nothing, no evidence. To back up what they're saying. And it's not like they're saying like, I heard you suck at baseball. I mean, they're literally like, I heard that you are promoting hateful content on your site. You're promoting sexism and racism and homophobia. And I mean, they're basically. Major accusations. Yes, they're accusing him of major things. And when you say, what have I done to make you call me that? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I can Well, I can't give you an example. Well, I mean, well, I can't give you an example because I'm, I don't use a site anymore. Well, how do you know that I'm doing these things if you don't use a site anymore? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know, Jason.
2: Yeah, it's it's amazing. I don't I don't know when journalists became part of the global elites. Mm-hmm. That they, they're all because you you know how this happens, right? Like all the journalists, they get they, they all hang out together. They all went to the same schools. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all best friends. They all work at CNN, MSNBC, all those places. Even some probably still work, at, even work at Fox. But they will sit at the table like this, and they'll just agree with each other mm-hmm. all day long. They'll agree with each other. So when you get this situation where they actually are against, you know, a so-called adversary, or they want to be adversarial, they have no freaking clue how to. They don't. They've lost the ability to debate. They've lost the ability to actually seek truth. Investigate. Yeah, they, they don't investigate. All they all they, they report on each other. So a lot of these news stories are hilarious. They cite each other. Yeah, yeah they cite each other. Yeah. I remember doing this when we were doing the Ukraine stuff. And um, I would look at this thing, and I'm like, well, that's a pretty big accusation that would kind of like blow up the point that I'm trying to make here. Well, where does this come from? Well, then, be like, Newsweek cites MSNBC, MSNBC cites this, this cites this. And then it would go in a circle, and it would go all the way back to that one source, mm-hmm. which they didn't really have another source for. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I saw uh, Glenn Greenwald uh, tweeting about this today, and I wish I could remember the organization that he cited, but he said that statement that they are promoting hateful uh, rhetoric came from some organization. That organization is fun- has multiple uh, U.S. government sources, Mm -hmm. Um, other foreign government sources. So basically, his entire point was the mainstream media now is in league with the organization that they used to be adversarial to. Mm -hmm. That's the job of a a journalist. You're adversarial to the government.
1: We remember those days. We've seen those films about those times. Even when you go down to some, some big mistakes our government has made, it was always the investigative... Journalist I had this conversation with Laura Logan the other day. She, she was on my show and I said how many are left? How many are left and Laura was you know very very famous for what she did at Benghazi and saying hey here's the truth And she goes "Yaka, I, I don't know it's a dying breed And it is because they cite one another because they don't have to mm-hmm. have any evidence and, and you know who actually does investigative work more than the mainstream
2: media citizen journalists right. that post yeah. their stuff right. on Twitter Yes I mean, that, is, that is why he is such a big threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They hate mm-hmm. things like YouTube. They hate things like uh, Twitter. That's why they're going gunning for them guns blazing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, Jason, I think it was uh, the Institute for Strategic Dialogue. That was it, yeah the group that they're citing that you mentioned Glenn Greenwald called out. Um, So, okay, so on the subject of Twitter. So another thing uh, when it comes to uh, fake news and the mainstream media, um, Elon has said that he is changing certain media companies' credentials on Twitter, right? Like they're... He t- he took away the the legacy verified badge, the check mark, and now if you have Twitter blue, you can also have the check mark, and you don't know which is which. Which, um, I hate, by the way, I <laughs> hate it. Also, that's a totally different. You got to find though. a way to
2: make money, but that thing kind of sucks.
0: <laughs> don't even get me started. Um, but he also, I love this one though. Um, he has started labeling uh, different media outlets as government funded media, um, state funded media, if. They are, in fact, (laughs) government-funded media, and I know. And so he did it to uh, NPR. Mm -hmm. And
2: all about shocked they are. (laughs) Oh, they're appalled. So (laughs) they
0: are crying so hard today. They tweeted out on their NPR Politics page: NPR is stepping away from Twitter, and this includes this NPR Politics feed. Please read the thread to find other ways to find our work, because they couldn't they couldn't fathom being labeled as state affiliated media even though they are in fact federally funded yes. so they are state affiliated media <laughs> they're crying so hard that they're like we can we're just gonna, we're just leaving twitter entirely it is amazing to watch them self destruct these people think that they are so important they're the most self important maybe maybe a close second to hollywood
2: yeah. Oh, well, NPR is, the, is yeah. the only thing Hollywood people listen to. Yeah, Yeah. of course. Of yeah. Uh, but
0: I just mean ju- like ju- journalists, yeah. journalists themselves, yeah. right? Like yeah. the, the journalists I feel themselves. feel like they they're the, so important.
1: I feel like we're watching an episode or a, a, a version of Mean Girls, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's Mean Girls with, hey, stop trying to make Fetch happen. You know, it's like they're, they try so hard to convince you that they're not completely sold out and in bed with the Fed. Right, that they're not basically, a, a, you know, a PR arm or a PR firm for the federal government, uh, although they one take the of money. One side, the federal government. One side. Yeah. Well, of course. But we'll take the money, but we're not affiliated. No, yes, you are. You're bought and paid for. Hook, line, and sinker. Your you, name
2: is I mean, literally national and public.
0: That's what the, the, Bab, the, Babylon, <laughs> what? Bee, the Babylon Bee uh, tweeted out. National public radio denies being national or public. Uh, yes. Like, I should work for the Babylon Bee. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> um, but uh, so also Elon Musk tweeted. We, we don't have this. I just looked it up. Elon Musk tweeted out. Um, he searched for... NPR and he found a place where they had said they NPR literally said federal funding is essential to public radio on their own website, which they have now taken down.
2: I I can see that. I can see their beef on being labeled state affiliated media. you got you've got more of an argument there. Right. So I I can see them pushing back uh, because they do have independent people running the site. They're not really taking their orders from the government. They are
0: independent.
2: Uh, I mean, Jason, if you're but,
1: fu- practically fully funded, I mean, are you really? Right.
2: Well, so. How can you be? Well, let me finish. So, I, but, but, no. Pushing back on <laughs> government funded <laughs> makes yeah. no freaking yeah, sense okay. whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. You're either funded by the government or you're not funded by the government. Sure. And the thing with NPR has always just been that's what's been so puzzling about it because they clearly have leftists that have infiltrated the company. And they only it is, so if Republicans are in control, you know, of government, they're not going to suddenly start giving a more Republican-sided view of what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're going to be adversarial to yeah. the Republican-controlled government. And They were once the yeah. and yeah, and yeah, then once were. the government's getting control, they're not adversarial at all. Mm-hmm. Or even if they're not in control, they're not adversarial at all. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man.
1: Well, for the most part, when something is government-funded, it kinda is part and parcel with embedding the left ideology in there with it. It, it. It's par for the course. We see it in nonprofits, the same thing. It just, for some reason, it attracts that kind of a momentum. And once it's in, you can't get it out. I mean, it's, as our former president saw, how difficult it really is to drain a swamp. Yeah. It's so layered. It's so deep. And Elon still today is seeing with Twitter down to the little intern that's running the mail mm. that's radical, that's probably tossing you know all conservative mail and keeping the liberal mail. It's very hard. To get it out once it's in.
0: Well, I, and I feel like it's um, the reason why, you know, you mentioned that it's, it just always seems to be it's left leaning when it's government funded. Because I feel like when you are conservative, you realize that it's counterintuitive to have mm-hmm. something like freedom of speech and, you know, freedom of the press and all of those things and have that commingling. You don't want
1: the government funds.
0: Right, for the most exa- part. Right, I mean- like you, you. Re- if you're conservative, you recognize that, right? Like you immediately are like, oh, wait a second, I that that doesn't align with all of these other things that we say are very, very integral and important to the country. Yeah,
2: if you're conservative, I don't see how you could work for an organization like NPR. I no. I, I just don't see how you could. You no. you don't see the inherent danger there. Right. The, the government is funding a news organization and then is directing a narrative back at the people. Right. That's called an influence operation. Right. Th- that's what that is. Well said. Like the it's an well influence said. operation yeah. bar none. The only place NPR should be able to operate is outside the country. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um can you can I, can we put Ralph Wiggum up there one more time, please? I just this is for you, James Clayton. <laughs> Can you say- I'm a journalism! There
1: we go. I like it. <laughs> All right.
0: We've got to uh, take a quick break. We will be back with more. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, I know Patriot Mobile is a sponsor for Yaku's yes. uh, show as well. Yes. And he does a lot of work with Patriot Mobile, not just for his show, but... In the field. In the field, on the ground, at the border. They are really putting their money where their mouth is. Sarah,
1: I've personally Please. put bulletproof vest on Patriot Mobile staff that has gone into Mexico with us. These guys actually do, with the dollar you give them, mm-hmm. what they say they're going to do. Yeah, They yeah. actually go and defend freedom and Americans and the Forgotten and the Lost. Uh, it's a phenomenal organization.
0: So, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, creating these parallel economies all the time. If you want to, uh, in fact, support... A conservative company that believes in what you believe in, Uh, try Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider and they've got nationwide coverage. They've got all three major networks. So it's not like you're going to be like, I'm going to, but what if they have crappy service? They all share the same towers now. That's just the way it works. So, and if you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without. Changing carriers? You got to go try them. You can either port your number over, uh, get a new one, whatever you would like. They can get you set up over at patriotmobile.com/news. You can also get free activation today with the offer code NEWS. Stand together and support companies that share your values. You can do that by going to patriotmobile.com/news. Those of you who are watching on YouTube, this is the time where I tell you that you need to go ahead and just, po- just poke, the, poke the thumbs up button. Just poke it. We like, we like a poking here at the News and Why It Matters. And um, it was intentional, Jason. OK, I just making sure. Jason's like <laughs> It's a joke.
2: Junior, you can't say anything around me.
0: It's, I, it's true. It's true. Uh, make sure that you comment and subscribe to the channel. And double check to make sure you're still subscribed, because YouTube keeps unsubscribing people. It's yep. like a thing that's happening. So make sure. Uh, invite a friend to subscribe as well. So I want to get into some, as of the time of this taping, this a little bit of breaking news here. Uh, Donald Trump is suing Michael Cohen for more than $500 million. He just filed this. Yesterday, the lawsuit accuses Cohen of betraying the attorney-client relationship, improper enrichment, and spreading falsehoods. It cites Cohen's public statements that he had made, uh, including in books, and says that he ignored cease and desist orders. Uh, It says this is an action arising from Cohen's multiple breaches of fiduciary duty, unjust enrichment, conversion and breaches of contract by virtue of Cohen's past service as Trump's employee and attorney. And uh, the complaint seeks in addition to the 500 million in damages, a seventy four thousand dollars subject to an allegedly unlawful conversion and made via fraudulent misrepresentation by Cohen, which you would assume is alluding to the Stormy Daniels situation. Look, I don't know why Donald Trump would feel the need to go on the offense here if he, in fact, was guilty of all of these things. And there was evidence uh, that clearly showed that he was tied to this hush money, that he reimbursed him, that he you know, I, I don't I don't that would be a very weird move for him to make. Um, I love this because you've got Cohen testifying to the grand jury who later indicted Donald Trump, but you know that Cohen is, we already know that he is a known liar. He is a perjurer. We already know this. Convicted liar, (laughs) convicted perjurer, Michael Cohen. Why would he be like your smoking gun witness? It never really made sense. Well, now Donald Trump is suing him. I'll give you guys both a chance to react to that.
1: I, I like the move. Um, there is a violation. There has been a violation of attorney-client privilege. Obviously, he was also an employee of Donald Trump, which I can guarantee you there's non-disclosure agreements. There's a whole bunch of stuff. What I want to see, though, is please, Mr. President, can you stop surrounding yourself with some of the worst people on the planet? Can we do better at getting people in your camp that can actually be loyal and, and Just do a good job without stabbing you in the back 10 months later down the road. How many? How many? Can we make a list this high of how many have betrayed him that have been in his inner circle? So that's my hope that somebody brings some sense and saying, this is not a good guy. Let's not walk with this dude. Mm -hmm. His history says he's not good. He's going to betray you also. It's the whole story If someone is gossiping to you about a friend. They're also gossiping about you to another friend. It's a character flaw. So I just hope better characters yeah. are starting to surround him.
2: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't need help finding people to attack him. That, that's for sure. Probably one of the most attacked people I've ever seen in my life. Of course. Even if, even, I mean, I, I don't love, love, love Donald Trump. I've loved a lot of things that he's done. I voted for him. Yeah. Um, but because he is so attacked, I almost think that I wouldn't vote for anybody else. It's that bully mentality, you know what I mean? Like if you see someone getting bullied, you go defend them. And that's really what the Democrats are doing right now. Even people that wouldn't vote for him, well, now I feel like I'm forced to vote for him now because I will not stand for any more of this crap. I think this lawsuit's good. Um, You hit the nail on the head. Michael Cohen is not a credible witness in anything. That's why this case never went anywhere. That's why they had to, like, you know, conjure up these, you know, charges right before the statute of limitations ran out. It's total bullcrap. I think that, I think conservatives... Statute of
0: limitations is out.
2: Well, not if they like, not, not if they do their Renagled little magic trick, the, you know, right,
0: trick, right, turning right. it into
2: a felony or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think that w- conservatives need to get better at us- using the courts um, because the left clearly is doing that right now. Mm-hmm. But I think it needs to get elevated and it needs to be going be- beyond a private citizen doing some of these things. I want to see some conservative red state AGs, district attorneys, yes. give them their medicine mm-hmm. back at them. I want to mm-hmm. see lawsuits file. do what they did right after the 2017 election, just flood them with lawsuits yep. until we can't even count how many. Donald Trump has so many. He has He has one yeah. There's like there was news today about they're trying to postpone like a rape charge or something like that. That's there's, just, tax, no,
1: there's tax oh, charges. I mean, there's, they're, they're, but you're saying something that's so important to pay attention to. What have they been trying to do? They've been trying to break our trust in what? The legal system so that we don't use the legal system when we should be using the legal system. So you're saying, I want to see suits and I want to see conserv- conservatives really use the law to our favor. Conservatives have lost trust mm-hmm. in the law. Mm-hmm. They intentionally broke trust in the law. And so ignore that still go, still pursue, still put pressure on them, still, like I said earlier in another show, put them through discovery, because their lives will be hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it hot in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. All,
2: all these Soros uh, DAs, they now think that they can act with an impunity. Uh-huh. They can do whatever the hell they wanna do. Uh-huh. Um, you have to show them that there is mutually assured destruction right, right. now. Right. Okay, so Soros gets a few of these radicals in there. Okay, you wanna, you wanna do this? You, you wanna you know, have this dance? This is what we're hitting you with. It's got to happen. We have a
1: bill in Texas now. Uh, we're testifying. We've got a bill in Texas to actually bring liability to the DAs and to remove that immunity that they do operate under. I mean, honestly, just they basically do whatever they want to do. And I think Texas is the only one with a bill like that to start saying this is enough. I mean, that, that's good because Texas has their own Soros funded DAs. There's
2: one in Austin oh, right now. It's oh, absolutely a no lot. job. Yeah. Dallas.
0: Um, so so I want to on the, on the topic of Donald Trump. He, of course, gave his first interview last night since his arraignment and uh, to Tucker Carlson. And it wasn't me, guys. Sorry. I hate to break it to you. But um, but in the, it was a it was a pretty solid interview from Donald Trump. I want to play uh, Tucker asked Donald Trump. They were talking about what is the biggest threat to America. And I think Trump had some very uh, insightful commentary here. Watch. Who's the biggest problem, sir? Is it China? Could it be Russia? Could it be North Korea? No, I said the biggest problem is from within. It's these sick, radical people from within, because we can handle, if we're smart, we can handle Russia, China. I did. He's not wrong. Um, I want to play one more clip for you guys, uh, talking about his experience at the, the courthouse when he was arraigned. Watch.
2: Last week, you were in New York for this arraignment. The world watched it. You've not given an interview since. You were there, I think, 57 minutes. Tell us from your perspective what that was like.
0: They were incredible. When I went to the courthouse, which is also a prison in a sense, uh, they signed me in. And I'll tell you, people were crying. People that work there, (laughs) professionally work there, that have no problems putting in murderers and they see everybody. It's tough, tough place. And they were crying. They were actually crying. They said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's true, but I love him anyways. <laughs> but a uh, really solid answer from Donald Trump on who is the biggest threat to America? Yeah. Hello, the calls are coming from inside the house.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Putin is telling his people. That we are destroying ourselves. Right. On
0: his national address, on his State
1: of the Union address, he's saying, hey, let's not be like them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They're imploding from within. That's a great
0: point. I
1: mean, it's really weird that he's
2: absolutely right coming from within because I've I've been looking at this and studying it for a long time. The US government or country as a whole goes through different cycles, and you'll have, you know, crisis in institutions like banks or, you know, anything involving the financial system, or just maybe distrust in government as a whole. Then you have another cycle of, you know, I, I mean, you'll get you'll, you'll get crisis of government. You get cycles of that. You'll get socioeconomic, and then society-like issues like 70s during the you know sexual, uh, you know, revolution. All, all all those they they never converge and happen at the same time. Usually one will come, the other one will die off. Then vice versa, it'll push back and go the other direction. All of that is happening right now at the same time. And we've never been more balkanized, I don't think ever, Mm -hmm. right now. The government is out of control. These activists, these social activists are out of control. Our morality, our faith in God, religion, out of control, completely upside down. I don't know where we go from here. This is usually when a strong man enters into the ring. You know, like Biden doesn't have the guts to do that. But can you imagine if somehow they pulled off the next election and he says, OK, yeah, I have to get all this under control. This is what I'm doing. That's when you see CBDC. That's, you know, digital yeah. dollar. That's when you see the full you know, clampdown happens. That is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And it's really unprecedented in our country's history. Do
1: you think they're prepping Kennedy or do you think he's doing it on his own?
2: I think he's doing it. I don't think they like him at
0: all.
1: They don't like him because I've always said I think they want Newsom. They don't want. Oh yeah. They They want Gavin. Yeah. He's the scariest. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Moinkbox. So uh, Moinkbox, I don't know if you realize this, uh, 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company that's owned by the Chinese, and they give their hogs something called dopamine, which sounds really fun, but it's banned in 160 countries, including China, but... You're going to find it in the grocery aisle every day when you go get your meat. You've got to try Moink. They deliver grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pork, chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, whatever you need straight to your door. And Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. Moink meat tastes like it should because, of course, we all know the family farm does it better. Um, We love Moink at our house. My husband just made some fillets over the weekend that were just tremendous. Now, he is a very good cook. Uh, he is great on the grill, but it's the meat itself that makes it so much better. You got to keep American farming going uh, right now by going to moinkbox.com news. You get to pick whatever you want in your box. So you know it's going to be something that you love. Go there, pick your meats. Trust me, you will thank me later. It is moinkbox.com slash news. You will get free bacon in your first box, moinkbox.com slash news. I want to talk about, while we have you here, Jason, you are, of course, our foreign intelligence expert. Uh, and I want, did that make you feel important? Totally, yeah. Okay. Foreign, foreign expert analyst, Jason Buttrell, who is wearing army green. It's true. <laughs> the military green. We didn't
1: coordinate, but I like it. I like yeah, you, it
0: yeah, yeah. You do look alike. You didn't coordinate? We're in war mode. I don't believe you. Yeah. I don't believe you. Um, so, U.S. Special Forces, uh, the Ukraine embassy, they confirmed a leak. What is the latest on the, these this leak document situation? Because the last time we talked about it on the show, it was John Kirby like, well, I'm not going to confirm or deny that those are real documents, but also you shouldn't be sharing those real documents.
2: There's Some, some of it, it seems they are confirming. Some of them they're saying is doctored. So I'm not sure, that's the problem with these leaks is you don't know which parts are true and which part, and that's by design. Um, I'm very skeptical on these leaks by the way. I, it's, it's hard to tell if this was like some kind of psyop by our own government. Right. Yeah. Or if it actually was someone that is from a foreign, who knows at this point. That's what's so weird too is they haven't, I mean it would have been on the level if they would have given these to like an actual media outlet. And said here, here's what we got, we're leaking it to you. Now you guys study it and write, you know, you know what this is. But they didn't do that. So mm-hmm. always get a heavy dose of skepticism from this. But the, um, the but the disclosure of that there were special operations forces, I didn't think was that big of a revelation. Mm-hmm. I think that everyone pretty much assumed that we know that Congress knows it, because the Gang of Eight would have to be informed that this happened. Yes, yes. So this is not swaying their opinion at all. I think this is more aimed at you know, regular people, mm-hmm. like, what do you think about this? And I for one am glad to, that that's out there. Because as a concerned citizen, I want to know if we have combat elements in a hot zone with a nuclear nation Mm. that's a good thing that we know this Mm -hmm. um but it's 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 i I think i was looking at the leaks and i think they said that there was about a hundred us personnel that are inside ukraine that includes state department that are in like the you know the embassy there and the special operations forces the question now is what are they actually doing Mm -hmm. are are they actually being deployed and they're providing targeting information because that's what they do Mm -hmm. are they gathering on the ground Mm -hmm. intelligence Mm -hmm. Um, are they preparing to do other things like actual strikes? That would be a big no-no. But I, I'm, I'm sure what they're doing is they're actually calling in targets and they're actually, you know, providing intelligence, mm-hmm. which. It's a bigger escalation to have that out in the open, right. but I think it's something we pretty much already knew was going on. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, I think we talked about that yesterday, which was just like, oh, I played Kevin McCarthy basically saying, we have to win this war. We're in it for as long as it takes. We, 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 yeah. we. and it's like, all right, guys. I, it's time to drop the facade. Uh, we all, This is like a proxy war, and you're not doing a very good job of hiding it anymore, because yeah. yeah. we already know that you guys are escalating it at every turn. They've got like the little stick that they're just poking every single time that they they can so it's not even like it's it's not hidden anymore. So, we see it.
2: Right. someone somebody's asked him, What's what's your end game here? Right. Are you in it until the very end, which means Russia is defeated, which means if Ukraine is close to being defeated, that you step in? Because now you're so far in, that's pretty much what you have to tell us.
0: That's the rhetoric that they yeah, that we are getting from that's them. That's
1: world war. That's world because China is not going to, to Putin owes China too much. He's too he's too far in debt with China.
0: Tell so, me they don't want world so, war.
1: They do. Yeah. They do. That's the point, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a slow progression of coercing and co-opting us into. That's why I think knowing, well, it's out in the open, we do have assets there. Yeah. And the embassy alone is probably a good 30 strong, you know, so of 100. But but it, even if they're just, you know, collecting intel, it's for an outcome. Mm-hmm. So what is the end game? I love you saying that. I want to go back to the channel that the leaks came through. I'm not a big fan of 4chan and 8chan mm-hmm. because we, we often have to apprehend people that operate in those channels and so it could be a psyop to say look if we want to take down 4chan and 8chan and discredit them leak it through them if this was a government you know psyop so i look at the platform and then how and the fact that it wasn't handed over to credible news sources saying now dig into this tells me "Mm, maybe there's some 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 fail play
2: right yeah i mean it really worries me, just, you know, kind of circling back to tell us your end game, because it really seems like China and Russia are, uh, yeah, China and Russia are doing this in concert. Uh, they're ramping up to go against the nation they want to take over, which is Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And well, kind of a big difference there is you would actually have Americans fighting against the Chinese in that scenario. But the Chinese now are looking at Russia. They're looking at, you know, how successful they are. And they're gauging on their response. So they, their timetable does eventually have taking back Taiwan. That is. Right. The question is how soon that's going to I think
1: be, it's right? soon. I think it's soon because I got a call yesterday BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. BRICS is, is, is converging in South Africa next month. Putin is showing up. Putin will not be arrested. Putin's showing up, but Mexico's showing up. I don't know if you know, Mexico is now applying to become a part of BRICS. That's bad because that means siding and siding with China and Russia, and they are our neighbor, right? And and I had it confirmed yesterday that they are going to show up at this BRICS meeting. That
2: does not surprise me at all. They're they're pushing that multipolar world Mm -hmm. where they want to get everyone off the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency. Mm -hmm. We are so close to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Saudis mm, going with... Very close. The Saudis joining up with Iran, which that should never be said ever, Mm -hmm. but under the banner of China, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. The entire world, I mean, I tell you what, this all, this escalated once the United States started putting all those crazy sanctions on Russia. When they seized their dollar assets and basically said that money does not exist anymore, that's when a lot of light bulbs went off. And they were like, okay, we are going to get on the one, the Chinese currency, um, or another whatever we can find. Maybe it's a digital currency, for, mm-hmm. who knows. But we are getting off the dollar. What does that mean for us? That means the lifestyle that you have grown accustomed to that, you know, is full of cheap goods. Um, you can buy a house, you know, and be, you know, medium-level income. That is all going to be in danger. Th- these are realities that our children are going to have to deal with very soon, and that's scary.
0: Yeah. Wow, you sound just like Glenn Beck.
2: Whoa, what happened
1: here? It's almost like a write <laughs> I write for think him. think they, like, <laughs> they work together. It's, oh,
0: man, it's almost <laughs> like you write for him. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with Boer. want to thank Relief Factor. So if you are one of millions of Americans living in constant pain, trust me, I got it. I understand. I was in a car accident a while twenty thirteen and messed up a bunch of discs in my back. And for the longest time I just I just thought, well, this is just the way life is. I just I'm just constantly walking around in pain and it's affecting my mood and it's affecting my relationships. But that's just how it is, because I can't get a new back. Well, that's not the case. Relief factor is a really, really great way to reduce pain, which is mostly caused by inflammation in the joints and in the body. And when you take it as directed, it could change your life. It's not a drug. It's all natural. It was developed by doctors, and uh, it's going to reduce that inflammation in your body. Try this three-week quick start, because 70% of the people who try this keep Taking it because it works. You can go to relieffactor.com right now. Again, it's 19.95 for this three-week quick start, and the ma- overwhelming majority of people keep ordering it. Go there, relieffactor.com. Republican Governor Bill Lee of uh, Tennessee. I'd, I'd like to repeat myself here. Republican Governor Bill Lee over in Tennessee, uh, called for the Republican majority legislature in the state to pass a red flag law just yesterday after signing an executive order strengthening the state's background checks on firearm buyers. Here's some of that announcement, watch.
2: I've also said that day and I still say today we can all agree that there is it is possible and it is important that we find a way uh, to remove individuals who are a threat to themselves or to our society, to remove them from access to weapons. I'm asking the legislature to bring forth thoughtful, practical measures to do that, to strengthen our laws, to separate those dangerous people from firearms, while at the same time preserving the constitutional
1: rights of the people of this state.
0: Don't think you can do that. Uh, so his executive order creates a 72-hour period for any new criminal activity and court mental health information to be reported on uh, the Tennessee instant check system, the background check system that the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation uses. And under the order, the TBI is required to tell his office and the General Assembly within two months of any barriers to complete accurate and timely information of it, in, timely reporting of information that is accessible in T I C S. Jason was about to lose his mind, so I'm going to go to you first, so your head doesn't explode. Well, thank you,
2: because um, I already have a headache. Uh, <laughs> that there's already a process to adjudicate people mm-hmm. under mental illness. Mm-hmm. There's already a process. Mm-hmm. All this other crap is progressive crap to seize weapons. Correct. He kept on talking about removing. The only thing you're removing is, you know, the person's constitutional rights. Yeah, due it's, process. Uh, due process. Right. You're t- you're completely stripping that away. Mm-hmm. There's already... This isn't. I cannot believe we're seeing this from Republicans right now. And I knew that we were going to see more of this once they started talking about you know, classif- uh, using this to classify uh, transgender people as uh, mentally ill, which I do think they have a mental, um, a mental illness. Yes. But once we start talking about that, the floodgates open, right? I'm a veteran. They could say, look, we think that you probably have some kind of PTSD. like PTSD. Yeah. Let's just uh go ahead and remove your due process and give us all your guns. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to pull up about seven U-Haul trucks to my house if you're gonna do that. <laughs> but beyond that <laughs> No no
0: no 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 previously, because you I've heard you lost all your guns in an uh,
2: accident. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. You're gonna have to pull up a bunch of boats to go to that lake. Yeah, exactly. To to them that's true. Right. Thanks for correcting
0: that. You're welcome.
2: Um, But anyway, so that's what this is all about. And this is exactly the way progressives think. We're gonna Mm -hmm. put something in there that sounds nice, you know, it's just strengthening the laws, just strengthening them a little bit, whatever. We'll not take advantage of that whatsoever, but that's exactly what's gonna happen if this starts happening.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and look, Bill Lee, and, and I, we knew Bill, he owns the largest HVAC, HVAC company in Tennessee. And a really good guy, an amazing guy. Great family man, but I think here he 's caving under the pressure of what just happened at you know in in Green Hills, Tennessee, with the shooting and now he, and I think he 's instead of just stand your ground, stand on the constitution it can't it can defend itself mm-hmm. if you let it right you don't have to placate you don 't have to take this measure just say this is the constitution mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's it i 'm standing on it, and I think that must play. A role in his inner circle to press him to go in this direction. But he is considered one of the stronger Republican governors in the country, which is very concerning.
2: Yeah, well, it goes back to your point about making sure you have the right people around you. I don't I don't I really don't think he was it's like It's just him. No
1: way. No way. No he's, he's way. Like, you
2: know what? I think was best for no, it's, staff, it's staff.
1: It's yeah. staff, it's inner circle. It's it's how that happens. It's mounted pressure. Um but I agree with you, very simply so because. They never give you the qualifying definition, right? So, so what is the qualifying definition that disqualifies you, Jason? Well, you were a Marine. And historically, Marines have, you know, TBI or brain injury or PTSD. And so for that now, we're going to decide that that now disqualifies you from having... So, and that is an open-ended list of they can... They can fill in the blank as they want to.
0: I, I, I want to I be clear here where we're at um, in the Republican Party, or I don't consider myself a member of the Republican Party, so I should say as a member of the conservative movement. It's getting really scary because you just mentioned he's supposed to be, you know, heralded as a very strong conservative. One of the stronger conservative. guys, yeah. You also have, and you know what? I'm going to make both sides mad at me, so come at me. You also have <laughs> Donald Trump who has previously said, I like to take the guns first right? I like to take the guns first. He was in favor of stop and frisk. He, he has made, he, he banned bump stocks. That's not very strong 2A for me. You also have Ron DeSantis, who also has championed red flag laws in Florida. Mm-hmm. So who the hell do we have who's going to actually protect the Second Amendment?
1: You go back to what this man said earlier. I'm going to say it here and people are not going to like it. It is time for a new kind of a champion. There's a gap opening up here. I'm just telling you, there is. There's a window here for someone who is an absolute man of God who wants to bring this country back, who wants to balance the budget, who wants to say, here we go. This is the way because we're starting to look like the Israelites that's walking a 40 year journey in the desert, but it's a seven day track. Mm. Truly, we're starting to fraction and move like this and and without clear vision and focus. And that's why I'm saying, Bill, all you need to say is it's the Constitution end of story mm-hmm. and any of your staff that comes at you no yeah. it speaks for itself that hard line I'm seeing less and less men and women willing to walk that hard line
0: by the way I believe the quote from Donald Trump was uh, that I like to take the guns first go through due process second That's. I mean that's troubling again I don't I don't know who who now, what this the is answer is election this was 2018 I believe It well, was already. Yes, I believe I believe it was 2018. I may be wrong on that. But um, so you've got Donald Trump who said that you've got Ron DeSantis who said that you've got all of these Republican leaders who are making very troubling statements about the Second Amendment. Um, And again, I I hope I pissed everyone off there because the fact remains that we need someone who is going to be really strong on the Second Amendment, not chip away at it and help the left in their attempt to strip us eventually of all of our guns. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. So the New York Police Department is uh, gearing up to deploy several new crime monitoring robots in Times Square. So don't worry, DigiDog is on the case. This is a 400-pound K5 autonomous security robot, and uh, it's about five and a half feet high, travels up to, ho-ho, three miles an hour, and uh, it's got cameras, sensors, microphones, and I don't know it's going to, like, say... Halt, or I might communicate this information to the NYPD, who's going to go back and do nothing. I don't know how that's going to work out for them. But more importantly, I wanted to uh, take a moment before we leave to wish our good friend, Jakub Uyans, a very happy birthday. Uh, It is tomorrow, but he will not be with us. He will be, um, you know, just in Hawaii, so what a bummer for, for you. The but premiere. we did bring you, couple oh, a couple, so a couple candles you, still that remaining for that. you to blow out. Thank happy you. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Yaku, happy birthday to you.
2: All right.
0: Hey, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, you so much.
2: Well, they blew yeah. it out for me. <laughs> 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 it's seems <a> team sport. <laughs>